right. Hello, everyone, Genesis and Avalon. welcome to the commentary for Genesis Avalon Patriot episode 13. It is the start of season two. Oh my gosh. Um, I am the director and co writer and uh, co creator, Catherine Bride, and with me is my co stufer Hi. <laughs> if I if I sound weird, it's because this is month three. Yeah. You, of being sick. Sinus infection. Sinus turning infections into and upper respiratory. And stuff, allergies yeah. suck. Yeah, they do. They do. But you know what? Allergies don't exist in the Kingdom of Avalon. Sure, if you Olivia. say so. Olivia. I got to do my favorite, one of my favorite tricks this episode. You did? The thing of, of I start music out like full volume. Oh, and, and then, then I, and then it's the in-room music. And I transition to the in-room music. I love doing that. I, I've done that for, like, I used to do that on other shows we did a pennant too, and it's just like one of my favorite little tricks, but it's, I, it, it's It's a fun. nice little atmospheric. Yeah. Bless Jalen. Jalen does such a great job playing Jack. I, I love, really I love the way he plays Jack. Oh, and uh, welcome to the cast, Brady Hendricks, who's welcome, taking over welcome. the role of uh, Gabe Sinclair Galahad. Uh, Doing a fantastic yes, job. Yes, a adding, you know, different layers to the character, which I love. Um, but uh, he's got he's got the dry humor down pat. Like, yeah. he's like, oh, excuse me. It's like, like one of my favorite reads. Um, meanwhile, we've got... Uh, uh, this line, which is uh, trivia for ever, only me. Yeah. I think I, I wrote there's, this, and, and I like looked at you, and I went, episode. "Yeah." And I looked at you, and I went, "No one's gonna get this joke but me." But it's for me, so that's fine. Um, in case you're curious, the book that uh, Maeve is reading uh, is one of the collections of the myths of Ireland, and 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 uh, does not include yeah. a specific figure that Maeve is very attached to. So, um, so sort of this like, ah, oh, it's missing. Incomplete. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, oh yeah. And then, uh, finally the two ladies meet. So, uh, the name of the episode is off color. Yes. And there are definitely a lot of off color language. Yes. Yes. This is the F, Nearly f bomb yeah, oh, yeah. episode imaginable. Yeah, this is definitely me like skirting right up against our voluntary PG-13s. So PG many times. Um, so many times. I mean, we don't, you know, we, we don't, we don't do the whole thing of giving ourselves f bombs um, on the PG-13 pendant shows typically, but we do, we do the thing of like you get the one occasional shit. Yeah, and that's where like like we get close. We get close. Oh, the, 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 the son of a, and then it cuts. We the, do a lot of those. And yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, poor Gabe is like, yeah, so the reason this crazy lady's coming back with us is I don't have a reason other than I think Tim might be thinking with the downstairs brain, which is weird. He doesn't normally do that. <laughs> the reason is please don't ask me the reason. Yeah. Which, if you listened to the mini-sodes between seasons, because yes. we're coming back from that, you now have a much like clearer understanding of Tim and Olivia's dynamic, because yes. that last mini-sode was about the two of them deciding to get married. And so, again, we've established that Tim is, is aware that his, his wife is ace, and he's fairly ace. He's at least like not motivated by sexual attraction. So the fact that he's like... Uh, acting a bit like his head's getting turned is yeah. a little weird. A little, a little weird, weird for him. This is out of character. Yeah. What about the look on my face even remotely suggests that I am all right? <laughs> I love Olivia in this. Teresa, as per usual, does a phenomenal job. Um, and I just, I love 
the 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 amount of like what the hell is the matter with you that comes out of her voice in this like this is also this a very what the fuck situation i mean yes. like okay the, tim left just wanting to find a peaceful resolution and has come back and saying we're at war yeah and she's like what is going on i want them all here yeah and he's like oh i'm gonna pull all the knights back too and she's like oh half of them are like around the world doing important diplomatic work because We've mentioned you it before, but like all of the other knights come from former British territories. Like we've got folks from Barbados and South Africa and in, in like, you know, Hyderabad, India. And so they're all back in their home countries advocating the good word of Avalon and trying to set up diplomatic ties. And Tim just wants to be like, everybody pull back now because I'm going to go to war. And Maeve is just so sliding into the dm's uh, level of sweet and like oof i love it okay come on <laughs> okay let's go uh what meanwhile olivia's just sitting there stewing stewing in anger I also love Jack just being like, I, I want to go. I need to, uh, my room. My bedroom. I'm going to check out my bedroom. Put my luggage away. And there you go. Okay, bye. Okay, okay bye. bye. <laughs> that read is so good. Okay, bye. I'm sure it's an explanation. <laughs> an explanation. It's not a good one. I love that he doesn't say it's a good one. No. Yeah. Smash cut. Smash cut. My favorite trope, the cutting off the middle of the doesn't profanity count. so you don't actually have to... Uh, change the rating of your show. It's great. Much sugar in his suitcase as humanly possible. Also, you know, I totally feel uh, Jack here because when we went to, we just came back from a cruise uh, that started in Barcelona and I shoved more, more like candy into my suitcase. Oh, we had so much candy. Than I probably should. Like it was an irresponsible amount of candy. It wasn't like Jack's obsession with chocolate, but it was. It wasn't half, but it was definitely like it was more than two pounds worth. It was of, a lot. Of candy. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, you know, it's fine. I hate this. I hate all of this. Poor Jack. You got to go to Switzerland. You've wanted to go to Geneva for years. I'm still kind of pissed. I didn't get to go. You know what? <laughs> Next time Tim wants to go all full crowd and I love the way really you... good like I'm Tim's not... accent too. <laughs> yeah. Said I was the one he wanted for the mission, but the moment things got really hard and intense, he ignored everything. And I love this scene because it really establishes that Jack is he's incredibly smart. Then, oh he he God, studies all the time. time. And that's why clearly Tim wanted him on there was yeah. to to be his sort of like you know, voice of reason, voice of, of Avalon, and understand things from a, you know, a priesthood perspective. Yeah. And, yeah, and then, like, he goes out there and, like, it all goes I south. I quit. I, I have had that feeling. Yeah. And and Jalen just did a phenomenal job with it because, you know, I try not to give my actors too much over direction, but somehow, I mean, this whole cast is so talented Our, that I never, I never have to worry about it sounding the way it was in my head. Cast, always you're all the best. Out. Yeah, you are. Just a billion props. That's really weird. But, uh, Why would he take you if he but these, like, 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 just okay, well, lots of great ad-libs, especially, like, like, for both... Both Jalen and Sarah, Sarah Palmero, like the two of them, but also Sarah, 
<laughs> we joke about whenever you do transcripts that Sarah never has a line the way it's written in the script. Every Sarah line has to be retyped. It's like it's that on the on the on the other don't cast change, that Sarah. yeah no don't change please. Um, but on the other cast that's Paul Brueggemann. Paul Brueggemann's yes. the same way with Leo. None of Leo's lines are ever exactly as written ever. Um, but yeah. What's the point of me coming if he was gonna treat me like the wallpaper? I mean, you're right, Jack. Know. What was the point? Maybe I said something that he didn't like, and he just wrote me off. Yeah, as we come back from that whole storyline that ended with, uh, you know, Tim declaring war on the U.S., uh, you know, I'm glad that we're getting a chance to, like, you know, come back and breathe. But at the same time, you're not. It's it's that whole thing of like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm done with the stressful thing. I'm gonna go home and breathe. And then someone's like, also, by the way, your rent is late. And you don't have enough money. And you're yeah. like, cool, so now I'm extra stressed. Awesome. Like, and that's sort of like what this episode is. It's a, it's a, it's supposed to be, it starts out like a, you're supposed to get that breath of relaxation of like, all right, we're here. But no, not really. Nope. Everything's terrible. It sucks. Your rent is late and your ba balance is overdue. It's 2020. Yeah. That was a whole thing. A whole thing. It was a whole thing. I imagine Jack is just staring at her with the most like, I'm sorry, what face? His, his brain whited out on the word Duranja. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Yes, yes. Yes, Jack caught that, Alicia. Um, And then we found... The, and I, you know I loved writing this writing this scene because it was one of the scenes of like poor Alicia has had such a great year like, yeah. like compared to where Jack is and so she wants to be like so like I met a god and then I did this and then I did this really cool thing and poor Jack is like my life sucked <laughs> the nah fam I'm good got me is there anything else you want to tell me all right, I don't know if anybody heard that, but our cat just joined the commentary for a second. It's very tough. It's now two cats in the commentary yeah. because she came over and I've got another one sitting behind me yes. in my chair. Yeah. Dude, it's not like a trick. I don't know. It's kind of a really cool trick no, if you could teleport. That's a bribe. How much chocolate? How much chocolate? Yeah. <laughs> Surprisingly little chocolate is needed. Yeah, no kidding. I love this joke so much. <laughs> I love this joke. Oh, the, so oh, much. yeah, yeah. Here, where is it? It's in a second. Let's come up. Yeah, this is definitely one of those like, uh, as we get into this scene, there is an in joke here. There it is. Which, so if you haven't noticed it, folks, that is Merlin. That is Merlin saying that the Merlin's number, voicemail the box has not, has not been set up. And Olivia falls for it on Claudia's finger. Because Olivia's like, ah, oh, yeah, Merlin doesn't know how and to that's, work well, technology. Well, and that's definitely one of those jokes that when we were writing it, kind of wrote itself because it was it was just going to be the voice. And I was like, oh, I guess I could just do, like, the number you've reached. Or and then I, the number you've reached. Yeah, and then I kind of left. And I was and like, like, you should um, do it as Merlin. What if it's Merlin's voice? Also, like, the number you reach. And I was like, exactly. Teleport to the kitchen? Yes. Yes. No. Yes. Okay. Maybe? So there's a Maybe? joke here, too. Yes. In the transcript. It says that uh, Alicia 
teleports into Olivia's personal bubble. But yes. the funny thing about Olivia's personal bubble is it's about 12 foot. Yeah. Yeah. It could be anywhere in the kitchen and it would have qualified as being in her personal bubble. But this one time it actually was literally like, like, like a six... foot away from yeah. her. You would not believe how hard it was to find a sound effect of like hitting the top of a fridge. Like hitting this, your head on this the is a very, There's a lot of really weird For a scene that's not effects. a fight scene, this is a sound effects heavy scene. Yeah. Oh, there's like, there's several things layered into this. There's like there's all the sil silvery and the, the silver and the cutlery. There's the toaster popping. There's, there's a lot there's of. There's like angry, angry screaming. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> this is one of those scenes that like we write, we write it and you have it in your head how you know you want it to sound. And it is this, it is a whole scene of action. Yeah. And visually, that's very easy to convey, but we're having to try to do it all. Yes. audio. Yeah. And as how a, long, So how long did this scene take to this make? This was actually one of the longest ones that we, that I had to do because I actually had to go fully effects. I had to actually go grab stuff out of the kitchen and sit and fully it or then request stuff from, from our, our, our SFX resource. So like it. It took a while because, and it's one of those things where I love scenes like this for that exact reason, because it's so subtle, you don't think about it. But like, I know I've talked with a couple of people who listen to me direct and they're like, you put footsteps in places. You make people shuffle on their feet. And I'm like, well, yeah, because that's what you do in real life. You don't just stand there. So I really liked getting to do that here, but it means that like, I, I had one of those moments where writer me wrote it and then director me was like, this oh, bitch, what did you do? this yeah. bitch. There's a lot of that. <laughs> There's a lot of that in this show of me doing it. In fact, uh, we're going to get into it later on in the season. There's definitely a couple of SFX cues that are like, and then this thing happens. Oh, my God. Kat, you wrote this for yourself. Why are you making yourself do this? Like, it, because I know it's going to be good, but director me is going to be really mad that I wrote that in. Wait, we have an admin account? Yeah, like, there's a lot of, like, um... And different chair noises here too like there's like yeah. creaking and shifting and stuff and that's then they shift into a different room yeah and that room has a different room i do sound. like i do like the walking the walking the tracking kind of shots uh we do that a lot in the in this show um and like some of it you know some of it's pretty easy once you get started like you know footsteps go for long enough that you don't have to worry too much about it but uh but like then you're sitting there going, okay, well they're leaving the kitchen. So they're gonna go to a bedroom, which is probably carpeted. And I yeah. sit there and go, when do I do that? We wanted to make sure that wasn't under the same account. I also like the genuine like the the practicalities of running a spiritual kingdom. Yeah. That is also like 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 it's that they still pay taxes. Yeah, yeah, and the, you know, and Avalon is a kingdom that is technically recognized by the United Kingdom because. The crown yeah. has sort of thrown their support kind of had no behind choice. this because things start showing up. So you kind of can't deny that it exists. Yeah. Um, but they're trying so hard to make sure that they keep, you know, the magic side and the and the the political side separate, so that they don't get accused of like, yeah, you know, trying to enrich themselves like a church or something. So uh, I did like that. That was like sort of how they were able to find. Uh, Roxy and the gang is because uh, Alicia has to curb someone's spending. You know what? Fair, Alicia. Fair. <laughs> oh, this was one of the hardest effects for some reason. Mouse clicking. 
Really? It's really hard because because a lot of the mouse clicks you'll hear that are foleyed are like like old school like nineties Microsoft mice. mice, not like the little like you know your really subtle clicks yeah. that you get now. And you can't just foley a mouse click unless you have a spare mouse laying around because otherwise you're gonna keep accidentally clicking on your screen somewhere. So uh, this is actually pen clicking. Ah. So I want to go with pen clicking because I felt like it actually matched it better, um, along with the the keyboard clicking. Um, and I don't care what anyone says. I like the sound of uh, of the mechanical keyboards always. I, I always prefer to use those. I think that there's those. a lot of people that actually agree with you. Yeah. There. There's like a I whole like fan base. I like the the clacky clack, not the tippity tip, as they would say. Technical term. Yeah, it's totally, totally the technical term. Technical don't look term. at me like that. <laughs> don't look at me in that tone of voice. <laughs> but it's audio drama. I have to look at you in a tone of voice. <laughs> Sorry, that's one of my favorite lines that I've ever written. Was what the hell are they doing in the ass end of Scotland? And Teresa just and nailed it. To do, be safe. We're always careful, aren't we? Don't, don't answer, don't that. answer that. Crap, I forgot Jack's soda. <laughs> and then she teleports. Which I think originally it was like she runs off. It, it, but yeah, I was like, no, I wanted to, tele runs I wanted to teleport because I thought about it. I, thought, I was like, that would be funnier. Let's see what we got going on next. I have to remember now. Uh, Gabe and Cooper? Maybe? Yes. Yeah. Oh, this scene. <gasps> yeah, man. So for those those who've been playing the home game and paying attention to all the signs, this if is If they're where... listening to this, one hopes that they have been yes. paying attention. Yeah. Well, you never know. Um... But yeah, this is that moment where like you realize like, oh, there really is and like there is something up with Tim. Yeah. Something's up with Tim and Maeve is absolutely at the center yeah. of it. I'm sorry. Are you bloody serious, Tim? Also, so glad to have Cooper and Gabe in the same scene. Yeah. I love, oh, yeah. I love Aiden Rudd so much as Cooper. Um I mean I definitely made the conscious decision to write Cooper back in. Because I was yeah. like, I love Cooper so much. Um and uh you know, especially since he's, uh, you know, the, the, um, the Sir Kay. So uh, I wanted to have him there as, as one of Tim's like uh, buddies. Uh, but uh, but this scene is like it's so cool because you can tell that immediately Cooper and Gabe are like, nope, something's up. This yeah. is really wrong. None, none of this makes sense. Oof, Maeve. A girl. <laughs> That's a Sir Boris. Sir Borish. Oh, yeah, Sir Borish. Yeah, sorry, not Sir K. Sir Boris. <coughs> I went and looked that up too, and then I forgot it. While we the did Sir Boris? Yeah. Oh, this was so much fun to do. The keep your mouth shut. Yeah. Um, and it was not easy. Like, I had to, like, yeah. go through, like, several variations of the sound effect I used for the Magic Boys because I kept, like, it didn't, like, cri it wasn't, wasn't magic the way enough. I wanted enough. So I was like, yeah. Meanwhile, poor, poor Cooper is just sitting there with his mouth not functioning. Oh, Tim. Oh, Tim. Again. I, I love the the way Brady's come into this role because he brings a different kind of like depth to Gabe because we know we've had a couple of actors play Gabe now and I really like sort of the way Brady brings Gabe kind of like this nice midpoint between the two other actors yeah um and it it gives him such weight like you can tell that Gabe is like 
he's tired of this. Yeah. It's, we've been, you know, he's been dealing with this the whole time they were in Geneva, and now he's acting even worse. And now he's like, I just know this are among my best friends now. And Tim here is totally out of character. Yeah, totally out of character. And now, and now they're, they're outside. outside. <laughs> I like the bird that's like, the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like this I bird, this, this crow is just sitting there, minding his business, looking for shiny things. And, then, and then suddenly there's two people there, and it's like, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I also like that in a very Sir Boris kind of way, he just rolls with it. Cooper's yeah. like, oh yeah, like that one time. And it's like, you were such an Aussie man. <laughs> like, like that. Yeah, you know, that one time that I just broke my elbow. What? <laughs> There's so much fun Aussie slang that I get to write for Cooper. Like um, channel your inner Tom Cardi for sure. Yeah, no, for yeah, sure. No, yeah, yeah. It's Australian. There, oh, there, there is a yeah, no, yeah, ne, uh, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, there is one of those in like episode seventeen where oh, Cooper's talking to another character. Spoilers. Um, he's talking to another character. I tell you who. So, um, but yeah, uh, I love that line. I love the way Cooper says that. You could tell Cooper just has like absolute faith in Olivia to kick this chick out. Um, but yeah, like it's one of those uh, one of those things where I love writing stuff for Cooper. There's way more Aussie stuff. <laughs> I feel like I need to start putting a glossary at the end of the episode. Yes, glossary of yeah. the of God names. Yes. Meanwhile, oh my gosh. Okay. This, Meanwhile, on the waves. This scene is one I've been wanting to write since we decided we were going to bring Mac in. Yes. Back when we first knew that this was part of the show. Um, this is one this of those is, little pre-written scenes, yes, too. Yes, yeah. Like, there's, like, five or six scenes in any given season that we write at the beginning of the season. Yeah. And then they will either get dropped in where they belong without any changes, or we at least have them as, like, a first draft. Yeah, that's one yeah, of these. exactly. Um, but, yeah, so, so, and it's funny because this was a really hard scene to do because my effects that I had were kind of, like, <laughs> were kind of, like, vague-ish. Like, I knew that the the prayer was going to kind of, like, bother him yeah. about it. And I could not figure out how to make it sound like it was bothering him. That I was like, it's it's like it's like buzzing around his ear. So I used the pixie noise that I used for the pixies flying around in the Isle of Sky. Because I like the idea of these of prayers being like little pixies that, like, fly around a god's head. And the god's like, oh, my God, go away. Stop. Um, but, uh, mm, that banshee noise. Um, but, uh. But this was, like, I knew, this was actually, like, one of the scenes I'm the most, like, nervous about translating for the audience. Like, I hope it translates as cool to everyone else than it did to me in my head. Um, like, just Mac just, like, stilling the waters of the other world all at once and being on this giant ship um, surrounded by magic. Um, I think the way I described it in the transcript is that he lashes himself to the He does, world. yeah, yeah. It's, so it's that he really can spy cool. on what's happening yeah. here. Mm, and then we have Winnet Neath talking to someone. Someone. Oh, someone with, that sounds like dogs. Hounds. Gee, I wonder who that might be. For anyone who remembers the original Avalon, uh, you might know who this character is. Uh, but this character only showed up like once, Once in Avalon. <laughs> um, but, uh, uh, sorry. I just, I, 
I really love how this scene turned out. It was I was not sure if it was going to translate, but um, the wave sweeper is one of those myths that I just think is so cool. Yeah. The idea that the god of the sea just has like this giant ship that can go can, anywhere. He can in go a anywhere, and he can summon it, and it can it actually can control the tides. Yeah. So, no. And then. Uh, and then you know, Mister Mister focusing on all the big picture he's items. He's like, oh and then no! He hears like he gets a prayer from Jaina, and he's like, he's like whatever, go away. So he gets a prayer with Alicia, and he's like, my queen, doki doki, doki doki. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say this is the episode where uh, uh, Sarah and Adam started fan fanning over the yes. episode, like while they were working on it on the Discord. Um, but. Uh, I I, I love how he goes from focusing on the big picture to as much as he pretends to not give a crap about what Alicia says. Yeah. The moment she thinks of him, he's he's he's, oh, he's, he's there. there. He's on his way. So. And you will see more of that in the next episode with this, with, uh, with this cast, episode fifteen. Um, we just need a clue. But. Uh, I laughed so hard. <laughs> and this book. You mean like that, that book? book? Yeah, 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 like the book. book. <laughs> I laughed. I had to such stop. A great job. I'm sitting outside of the laundromat doing the transcripts for this, and I have to like stop right there to laugh for a second. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those like I I wrote it, and we knew it would be funny when we but wrote it. Actually, but hearing they, it, they, the, they, the they nailed it. Nailed it so well. They have excellent community they time really together. Do. I just got to really say, yeah, do. Sarah and, and Jalen both just, we couldn't have cast two better actors. They have excellent chemistry. As, as, you know, they have that, that fun sibling banter yeah. down pat. This was... This was fun. Was yeah. was um, when I because when I was researching and writing the scene, I thought it was cool because like I knew there's lots of gods of, of in between places, but it's it's wild when you actually look at how many yeah. there are across world religions. And they and tend I was to like, be women. And they tend like, to be women, and they tend yeah. to be magic related. Yeah, yeah. The only one that's like genuinely scary is the uh, the uh, Ono, the Gap woman. Oh yeah, the Gap woman. Gosh, she's terrifying. Cause she's like a, she's like a, she's a ghost. She's yeah. Ter- she's terrifying. She's, she's a oni. haunt. Yeah. She's an oni. She haunts you. Um, but, uh, yeah, her whole thing is that if you look in the she gap between the Jun- things. She belongs in a Juni, uh, Junji Ito. Jun- I think she, yeah. 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 She might actually be in Junji Ito. Some variation of her yeah. is. Um, but yeah. Um, but yeah. And, and there we go. Over. Another one of the uh, another one of our our smash cut yeah, squares. But I just love, I love that that's the way Jack finds out too. It's like it could not be the worst timing for him after that day. And then yeah, so so yeah, so Jack and Alicia are on the trail of the yes. the magic trio of Roxy, Will they get there Natalie, and Marlon. Will they get there in time? Um, especially since we don't know how they're doing because they weren't in this episode. So. No. Dun, dun, dun. Um, 
Adam Blanford has and anyway, yeah, player. so, uh, well, so, thank you for joining yeah. us for another month. Yes, um, if you want to know, um, if you want, if you want to chat with us about the show, I am on threads now, um, uh, cat underscore Avalon underscore pride, uh, so you can find me on threads, and then also feel free to, uh, uh, discord, Dis discord if you're on the discord, or reach out to us on, uh, the bird, bird app, the, the artist formerly known as the bird app, the X on it, but X. I don't really go on there anymore. So it's an X. Or us. check us out on Facebook. So yep. anyway, uh, we will talk to you guys next month. Next month. Bye. Bye.